Blog Talk Radio. Guitar Hero, motherfucker. That's all I'm saying, Guitar Hero. Welcome to the February 26th edition of Rubber Guard Radio. Enough of the bullshit. This is number 100, motherfuckers. 100. And I look damn good for 100. <clears throat> this episode of Rubber Guard Radio is brought to you by our sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com, Lucha Masks, T-shirts, DVDs, uh, pretty much anything. Uh, you can check out SoCalProWrestling.com. Um, all the stars of San Diego and even L.A., um, just to let you fags know that Southern California does not end at Los Angeles. It ends at the Mexico border. And also, slambamjam.com. Alfredo's got the best lucha and Japanese DVDs on the planet. Um, I've been watching recently uh, 2001 stuff from Tijuana. Just insane shit. Check them out. Also, uh, make sure you go to the mothership. AngryMarks.com. You can get our archives, streaming streaming audio, and there are a bunch of other shows there. The Drunk Cast, the Angry Marks Podcast, uh, Big D, and the Super Friends, Kayfabe for Dummies. There's a bunch of fun stuff there. Uh, oh, can't, can't forget the O Show. That's all kinds of stuff up there at Angry Marks. <sighs> and also, LightsOutRadio.com. Uh, my co-host, Rob, will be on the show next week. Uh, that's Rob's MMA show, so you might want to check that out. Uh, once again, lightsoutradio.com. Wow, I'm blown up. I have on the line the rightful winner of the SoCal Uncensored 2008 Rookie of the Year. He won the voting polls, but those fags on the uh, on the uh, whatever board that they voted on, uh, they chose not to go with him. But I have to disagree. The Rock and Roll Rebel Soul, my man Johnny Yuma. Welcome to the show, John. 
Hey, man, how you doing? Thanks for having me on again. Hey, it's it's always a pleasure to have an up and comer. Um, well, let's just you know start right from the right from the top. On Saturday, you have one of the biggest matches in your career against uh, Joey Ryan for SoCal Pro Wrestling in Riverside. Um, how are you gonna you know how are you gonna feel about getting in the ring with a guy of Joey Ryan's stature? <coughs> well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, first, I want to get over this. Uh, cold I've had all week, but uh, other than that, you know, I'm definitely excited. I was uh, supposed to wrestle him in January, but some things got changed uh, for for Battleground uh, Pro Wrestling, but some things got changed around. I was kind of bummed, but I'm glad, you know, you know, things things come around and things happen for, you know, a reason, but I'm just, I'm just excited to get to, you know, wrestle him, and I'm sure I'll learn a lot. Well, Joey, Joey's a veteran's veteran. You know, he's been around since Rev Pro and UPW back in the day. I mean, he's been everywhere and done pretty much everything. You know, I'm I'm really surprised that, you know, he hasn't moved. Um, you know, he hasn't smartened up like T.J. Perkins and moved to Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not one to tell anybody to move, but uh, I, you know... I think for him, for sure, it would it would it would be worth it, and I think that's a compliment. I hope it is. <laughs> so tell me, I watched the NWA TV showcase from uh, this past week, and you were mm. pretty much murdered by Muscle Gang, also known as <laughs> Baby Slim. Um, have you ever been in into the ring, either either working or training with anybody that's as strong as Slim? I actually I have I have I, I was in a battle royal with uh with uh Baby Slim one time and and you know I've I, I've been in the ring with him before training too and you know he knows his stuff and yeah he's just a monster <laughs> he's a beast. Now was this the New Wave show last year anniversary show? Yeah, it was at, it was at the Tidal Wave show is. last year the final four of a uh, big battle royal came down to. SoCal Crazy, Matt Twisted, Baby Slim, and myself, and Baby Slim uh, threw me around a little and then decided finally it was time for me to get out of the ring. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Well, when are we going to see Slim and Jason Watts go one-on-one? I want to see those two bulls just, you know, bang heads. Oh, hell yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, Jason, you know, I wrestled Jason Watts once again on this this past Saturday for, for SoCal Pro, and he's another person, that, he's just a beast. I don't think he knows his own strength, and uh, and that's definitely someone I I could see Jason Watts uh, modeling himself after. You know, Slim's a, a huge guy, and you know, and he gets it done, and he's you know, I don't know, I I I would love to see that match. You know, I I wouldn't say that Jason has retarded strength, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't say retarded strength. I would just say that more like Baby Huey because he's he's still a baby. You know, I mean, the kid's young, and he's not done growing. That's what's scary. Oh yeah, I mean, he's he's only getting bigger, so. Yeah. But that's that's good. So, um, other than uh, SoCal Pro this Saturday for uh, Riverside, uh, do you have anything else coming up? Uh, yeah. Let's see. I got uh, New Wave Pro Wrestling next Saturday. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm taking on uh, David E. Jones. Loudmouth Sailor, um, and then the day after that, 
uh, on the debut show for Finest City Wrestling, which is a new new company down here in San Diego, where I'll be taking on uh, Precious Rick Ellis, and so that'll be fun. Should be good. Should be good. Now I I owe you an apology. Um, I could not get to Modesto this past weekend, um, this past Sunday due to weather. Uh, I know, man. I was, lo- I, was lo- I was looking forward to seeing you out there. I was. Ro- it was so bad. It was so bad. So uh, who who did you work for uh, uh, NAW? I uh, I was in a four way um, one pinfall match, uh, fatal four way match. It was uh, myself, Johnny Yuma against Ricky Mandel versus Sheik Khan Abadi, I believe. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Yep. And um <coughs> and the uh, British Messiah Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher is really good. He's total badass. I, you know, these are all, all these guys are new to me. I had never met. I mean, there was a couple familiar faces up there, like you know Billy Blade and Kane Anthony, and a couple other people I've you know met before. But um, but yeah, a lot. Most of these guys were completely new faces to me, and they were all. Not only were they all great guys and girls, but you know, they all impressed the hell out of me. Especially uh, Sheik and Thatcher. I was very glad to be in the ring with them. Thatcher's a stud. He just uh, finished this uh, best of seven series with J.D. Bishop, Big Ugly, up in Sacramento, and they they did they did uh, our Iron Man. They did the wrestling stuff. They did the hardcore stuff. They did all kinds of crap, and it just it showed how diverse he was. And Thatcher, I, I, he needs well he's he's moving around, but he needs to get out more. But yeah, that's the name, kids. Keep your keep your ears out, Timothy Thatcher. He's really good. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I'm hoping he comes down to Southern California some more, so people can see him down here too. He was. He was. He was great. So, <clears throat> have you had any talks with uh, coming up to Sacramento? Uh, not. Not really. Since you seemed because what happens? Okay, Northern California for us ends pretty much at like Fresno. And then everybody works everywhere, all the different companies up here. So once you start working for, like you work, you work for Mike Rain's promotion this past weekend. That you know, then you you move on and on. And once you get into that little group, then you'll be able to travel. <clears throat> and that way, you know, you might get used somewhere, and you know, it, it might not be a bad idea to send out feelers to a big ugly. J.D. Bishop at SupremeProWrestling.com. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, they're they're they've been doing this shit for what, eight nine years, solid. So they put on a really good product, and plus Sacramento's beautiful anyway. So okay, so now we're 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 talking about Rookie of the Year. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long exactly have you been in the business? Exactly? Exactly. Well, I debuted, I want to say, November 10th, 2007. So um, maybe like a year and three months, a year and four months. There you go. That was my professional debut. I had that one match and then didn't have another till end of January of 08. So I kind of had a little break there, but that was tech, that was my first match. <clears throat> cool. Now, 
I, I have to ask. That was your theme song that we were playing at the beginning of the show, I Want to Rock by Twisted Sister. I have to ask, were you alive when that song came out? Shit, I don't even know, actually. I can't think of exactly when that song came out, but you know what? Probably not. <laughs> 83, 84? Oh, definitely not then. <laughs> oh, young blood. Jeez. That's, <laughs> that's a, it's a cool, cool song, but it's the second best entrance song ever. And what the would best be the entrance first? song? Best entrance song ever was uh, Metal Health. Randy the Ram. Oh yeah, that's the best. I'll agree that was good. There you go. Well, what'd you think of the movie, brother? You know, I I really really enjoyed it. I I managed to see it in theaters, which is kind of you know I'm I'm that kind of guy. I got I got to see a movie in theaters. You know, it's not the same watching it at home. But so I managed to catch it in the one theater it was showing in in San Diego, and uh, and I loved it. It was it was kind of interesting to see how. I mean, you could tell that it was other wrestler. It was actual wrestlers in the movie because those scenes were so accurate to how how the backstage really is. The way they were talking about you know what they wanted to do out there and things like that. I mean, it was it was like sitting there in theater. It was like sitting in the locker room. It, it was incredibly accurate, and it was you know. It was just, and it was also kind of, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it was kind of a good uh, good thing to show how we don't want to end up, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, here's what to avoid. There you go. But it's you know, all it's, in all. It's, it was trippy, man. The, the, the dude in the locker room in the gym that was selling the steroids to Randy the Ram, he got arrested. Four. Yeah, I heard that on the radio. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, what are the odds? Like imitating art. <laughs> Man, that was some funny shit when I saw that. I, was, I, I popped. I was like, "Yep, yeah, okay." That's uh, that's adding some legitimacy to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, are you surprised that Rourke didn't win? I don't know if I'm surprised, but I gotta say I'm a little bummed. Like, you know, I thought he did great. I didn't see. Um, Milk or whatever that movie was called. I I, I wanted to see it because it looked like a good film, but at the same time, I mean, come on, Sean Penn. I'm sure he's won other Oscars. You know, mm-hmm. I I really think you know Rourke did a really good job or an excellent job, and I, I'm I'm a little upset he didn't win. I'm not surprised because you know, in the end, it was a movie about wrestling, and you know how people are going to well, feel no, like that. John, you 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 can't put that you can't put that tag on it. You can't just because Sean Penn nailed, nailed the Harvey Milk character, and yeah, I mean that was out here, brother. So you know that that's part of our history up here in North California. So we you know we 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 know a lot about it, and he just he nailed it. So I mean it's not like Mickey Rourke got you know persecuted for doing a wrestling movie. Um, he. He did a hell of a job in the movie, but I could understand where people would vote for Sean Penn. So, you know, it's not so much because it was a wrestling movie. It was it was a tough, you know, it was a tough field for everybody. The women, the men, the directors, the movies. It was really really tough. And I was watching the Oscars with my wife, and and I said, honey, you know, we could just take these, you know, five names of these movies, put them in a hat, and pull one out, and not be surprised that it won. It was that strong of a field this year so I mean I don't blame it on wrestling 
I blame it on just an, an exceptional year for, for actors. Well, I can't argue with you there, considering, I mean, I didn't even, the only movie I saw was Wrestler. I did want to see uh, Benjamin Button and Milk, but I just, you know, I didn't get the chance. Get the so I'm not going to argue with you there. You, you're probably right. <laughs> well, I mean, just everybody, you know, I mean, it was just, it wasn't, I don't know. They, they should have just given everybody an award. It was that, you know, it was almost as, almost as close as the SoCal Uncensored voting for Rookie of the Year. I don't know. I, I still think you should have won that. I mean, it should just be voted on by, by the board members instead of, you know, being voted on and then having a committee talk about it. Um Oh, you know, I'm I'm not too bothered by it. It was it was nice to even be nominated and to be runner up is you know, it's nothing bad and Chris Cadillac's a great guy. I'm actually wrestling him for on March twenty eighth with for uh New Wave. And so, you know, Cadillac's a great guy. I know he's done a lot a lot of good things and so no you know, there's no shame in second place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm not dogging him. I'm not dogging him. My problem's not with him. <laughs> no. So, um, have you been invited to go back to the NWA tapings in a couple weeks? Um, I have not, but you know, chances are I'll end up going anyways just to, just to kind of, you know, just, yeah, just to help out and, you know, to enjoy the experience again, you know. Even last time, even if I didn't end up getting on, it was still still really cool and it was definitely, you know, like nothing else I've been a part of before. So, what do you think of the product? The of uh, the NWA showcase, mm-hmm. the TV. Oh, I I enjoy it. I mean, I I didn't get to see. I I only got to see very few matches. The actual, you know, when they actually taped them. So now watching them in in you know, episode format. You know, with the storylines continuing. I I think it's great. You know, I, I wish I got. Um, I wish I had Dish Network so I could actually like watch it like a TV show. But you know, it's fine watching it on my laptop. But I think the the actual the wrestling. And and the story development, I I think it's great. Yep, the border patrol against Blue Demon, that's money. Now tell me, honestly, <laughs> now he is a friend of mine, and you won't offend me. Just be brutally honest. What are your feelings of Oliver John? Oliver John, like honestly, if on the you know, he's he's one of those guys where I'm like, uh, where I'm, you know, I think to myself, why isn't this guy? on Monday nights. You know, I don't know how else to put it. He just mm-hmm. he just has that, that look, that feel, that presence, that talent. I mean, yeah, I just I don't know why he's not on Monday nights or Friday nights or even Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you, you watch the promo that not this not this past no, it was this past show. Yeah, it was this past show where he, he cuts the promo in the ring, and I'm like, okay, dude, I believe every single word that you're saying. He had me hooked. And I was all, you know, I talked to this fucker this morning, you know, and he's all, you know, you know, golly, 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 you know. And then I, I watch him promo, and I'm like, oh, dude, all right. Now, he's a star, and, you know, he can also bring it in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. Next week, brother, next week. Uh, Oliver John and Blue Demon. Oh, up up there? No. Uh, or is I mean, that on the... 
It it happened this past weekend for Gabe Ramirez up here, but they're going to have a, a rematch on the TV. Oh, see, I don't even remember that taking place. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, so that's the main event for next uh, next week's TV. I'm not sure when they put it up, but but we do we I'm do need more Sidereal. <laughs> we need more Sidereal. Definitely. Especially considering he's the new SoCal Pro Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. So how was that match? I didn't get to see much of it, but I, I saw the tail end, and I mean the crowd was just into every every little thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I popped my head out from the curtain, and all of a sudden the mask that was white when he went out there was all of a sudden completely red. So I clearly missed something. But you know, I mean, when he, when he got that three count, the crowd. First of all, you know, sold out and then some. And the crowd just it was so loud when he won. And they, and they just felt it, you know, because he's been going for that belt for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And so it, yeah. everything just came together right then, and it was it was perfect. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see the match. It just, uh, I've never really been a fan of Redondo, but... Um, SoCal Crazy is on a different level, you know, than than most people. Um, not to you know, not to bury anybody. I'm just saying that he's just <coughs> polished and you know, just uh, shows what hard work does. So it's. <clears throat> so after this coming New Wave show, when is the next New Wave? Um, let's see, March 7th, and then the anniversary show, Tidal Wave 3, is on March 28th, and that's where I'll be taking on Chris Cadillac. Awesome. Awesome. So, who who trained Cadillac? Um, uh, he was trained at School of Hard Knocks, uh, Jesse Hernandez. So, you know, you, could, you know he's coming from a good place right off the bat, and he's, you know, clearly done well with what they taught him. Let's uh, let's take a call. Please. Caller from the two hundred three. Who am I speaking with? Devon Coleman. What's going on, brother? What can I do for you? Um, I want to know every night, like wrestling around the world. I can't quite hear you, sir. Can you can you speak up? How was it like wrestling around the world? Uh, I haven't wrestled around the world. Oh, like how is it like? How does it feel being a wrestler? <laughs> Is this a question for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a really good question, John. <laughs> well, Are you I sure he's not, not, waiting, not waiting for Carl Anderson? <laughs> yeah, I think that was a Carl Anderson question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I haven't even left the country. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> And I haven't been in a ring seriously since '97, so. <clears throat> Were you even born in '97? Wait, yeah, you, yeah, you have to have been. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot, Johnny. From um, the teams that you know that are in the Chikara King of Trios, who is your pick to win? Uh. Well, after reading the results from uh, this past weekend of shows, 
<coughs> I want to go with Fist. They took out Workaround, and it looks like they're serious. They're you know they're back to being super serious friends in similar tights, and uh, I think I think Fist is gonna. I think they're gonna go all the way. Hmm. Now, who do you think they're gonna get in the final? Um. I'd I'd like to think the the Uncable, because you know they same thing. They've been all kinds of dominant lately, and I just think I think I think that'd be a great final too. So heel heel in the final, or excuse me, Rudo Rudo in the final. Yes, Rudo. Sorry, Rudo. Mike. Yeah, they they've got some interesting teams, um, Iceberg, Glacier, and Al Snow. Yes. Yeah, that that one's that one's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the uh, Masters of a Thousand Holds, um, Skyda, Johnny Saint, and Quack. That's going to be fun, no matter who the hell they're in there with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they're gonna put on a clinic. So. And just announced fairly recently, David Taylor. Squire Dave yeah. Taylor will team with Claudio and a uh, mystery European superstar. Oh, uh, are we sure it's another European? I hope. Yeah, I mean, I think they're called Team Uppercut, right? Yep. Yeah, oh, no. Well. Wait a minute. Dory Funk Jr.? <laughs> no. Why not? I don't well, I don't know. Is that is that... Are you, are you giving me some insider information or what? No, I'm just I'm. Well, you said European uppercut, and you know, you, I think that of the of the older generation from the '60s into the '70s, that Dory Funk Jr. had the best European uppercut, and it would be really cool to have Dory in there. Yeah, that would be that would be a sight to see too, especially with him going to the Hall of Fame and stuff this year. There you go. There you go. You never know what'll happen with with Quack. You never know what the hell they're going to do in Chikara. But that's part of the fun. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, did you watch the January twenty fifth show? Yes, I did. I did get a chance to watch it, and I I thought it was I thought it was great. What'd you think of the main event? I thought it was awesome. I I, I really liked how. I mean, there's a lot of lot a lot of emotion put into it, you know. Looked like there was some, some real hatred in that match and then a freaking Death Valley driver at the end was, was pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh Vin Gerard is at a whole different level. You know, since he oh, yeah. that, he just turned it up and you know, I mean uh <clears throat> Equinox is no joke either. Oh yeah, like to be honest I you know I wish Jimmy Olsen could just be Jimmy Olsen, but the Equinox thing, you know, as long as it gets in Vin's head, I'm sure he'll keep doing it. Exactly. Well, it'll come off again. You know, but th- things are looking up for Chikara. The uh, the King of Trios are just just going to be blow away just because it's always a fun tournament, and you, you get to see people that you don't usually get to see, like the Soul <coughs> Touches are coming in again. Um, the Soul Touches are my dark horse to win. Um, really? I love those guys. Oh, oh, I love them too. Willie the Bomb Richardson? Oh, come on now. The Urban American <laughs> Dream? Oh, 
He's fucking money. He's money. Yeah, fan, the fans seem to love them. Yeah, they're they're really cool. Um, anybody out there listening that if you want to see more of the Soul Touches, you can uh, go to EliteProWrestling.com. Uh, they're based out of Chicago, and they stream their TV show every Friday at 10 o'clock Central Time. Uh, they have all ki- a bunch of episodes up, and the, that's the Soul Touches home promotion. So you can go and check out Willie the Bomb. Um, not Acid Jazz. Acid Jazz is injured, but you know their their act is pretty cool too. I, I like with the you know the fat manager coming out and they dance. See Red. You know, yeah, he's cool, man. See Red's awesome. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah they're they're a lot of fun. Yeah, so they're they're my they're my dark horse pick to win. Just um, just because they're they're so much fun. Okay, let's see. <coughs> so, have you um, gotten off of your bottom and made a promotional DVD to send out to promoters? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I probably could have done it this week while I was laying around sick, but I have not gotten around to that yet. You got to do it, brother, so you can, uh, you know, get that out and get booked. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the plan. I'll get on it. So, out of the guys that you that you have not worked with in Southern California. Um, you know, within reason, say you would like to get Jeff to book someone for you in in SoCal Pro. Who would you like to Who would you like to work from Southern California? Um, shoot. Well, I'd love to wrestle SoCal Crazy. Um, shoot, like uh, guys like Scott Lost. Uh. And there's a lot, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, Scott Lost is unbelievable. You know, if that guy only moved, you know, like smarting up like T.J. Perkins and moved to Florida. Oh, T.J. was another guy, but he's moving. <laughs> well, there you go. I'd love to work him, uh, Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Yeah, he's I mean, back. These guys... man. You see that? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, Tornado, he's back, too, and he's another guy I've, I've always wanted to wrestle. These are just guys, you know, that I that I think I could really, really learn a lot from. And, you know, it just all, you know, it'd be a treat for me. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. See, we're both not feeling too hot, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm dying. I'm trying to just make Joey. sure I'm uh, 100% for Joey on Saturday. There you go. Well, you don't want to get your opponent sick. No. <laughs> wouldn't want to. Wouldn't want to weaken him. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Since he's working all weekend. <coughs> yeah, that dude's all over the place too. Oh yeah, I think he was in Arizona. I think he was out at ICW this week. In the middle of the week. When it was. Last night, I think. Yeah, it was last night. They do it. Um, they do their shows Wednesdays. Is it Wednesdays? I thought it was Tuesdays. But yeah, yeah, Tuesdays I knew. Wednesdays, he, yeah. Pretty sure he was out there this week, and then they had the big uh, PWG show on Saturday that I heard was great. Yes. Paul London, Cabana. 
I, I was really surprised that Cabana showed up because I didn't I thought he would have a, a no compete or, you know, something like that, unless Gorilla doesn't fall under that you know, that that <clears throat> that uh clause. Unless you know yeah. T and Air. Yeah, I don't understand how all that contract stuff works, but I, that was a big shock to me too when I when I heard that. Well, what what do you think of Colt? Oh, he's great. <laughs> you know, he's great in the ring. He's got great personality. He's a big dude. A lot of people, I don't think, give him credit for how big he is. He's in great shape. You know, I, I loved his little web show he had on WWE.com. That was pretty funny, and I'm pretty sad, not only that he isn't a part of the company anymore, but his show's canceled. <laughs> He's a great guy, great wrestler. I'd love to meet him. Love to love to wrestle him too. Yeah, it's it's a shame that he, you know, he was let go because uh, last week's Florida TV, Florida Championship Wrestling TV, was he was the commentator with uh, Josh Matthews, and mm-hmm. then he got fired like right after, right after uh. it aired. You know, it was a it was a shame. But, yeah, it was. Yeah, they. The did you hear about the low key T.J. Wilson match? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Uh, you mean I will Tyson send you. Did. I will send you a download link after the after the show. Um, they I'd tore it up. To see it. Seventeen and a half minutes with entrances. <clears throat> not bad for a TV match. No. <laughs> bad at all for a TV match. So, how many, at the the last set of tapings, you worked a dark match with Soak Out Crazy, and then you mm-hmm. did, you did the, was it the Muscle Gang match? It was, uh, I did the Muscle Gang match. <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I did the Muscle Gang match, and then I was in a Battle royal, and then I, I did the dark match with uh, SoCal. <laughs> okay. Well, since it was a dark match, it was SoCal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, for those that are listening live, if you want to uh, call in, ask uh, Johnny or myself any questions, or Carl Anderson in the second hour, any questions, 347-215-7946. Um, you know what, those that are listening, let's, uh, let's uh, play a little game of trivia, and I'll give away a DVD from our sponsor, WrestleWarehouse.com. Um, let me figure out a good trivia question. Um, hmm. Okay. Who was, who was the first J-Crown champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and who did they defeat to unify all those titles in the final? Call in, 347-215-7946. The question is, who won the J-Crown tournament in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to unify all those junior titles, and who did that person defeat in the finals of that tournament? Oh, I'm on. I'm on a junior kick, dude. So, <laughs> I'm watching a lot of the little guys and uh, a lot of lucha. Um, you know, you being in San Diego, uh, what what are your feelings on lucha libre? Oh, definitely a big fan. Big fan. I'm kind of bummed I haven't had as much time to uh, watch. 
you know, AAA is one of the, is the only uh, uh, Lucha TV I get. Sometimes CML is on, but only if the planets are aligned. But mm-hmm. um, I haven't been able to. I'm way behind on AAA. I probably haven't watched since November, which sucks. But it's on at weird hours and just haven't been able to keep up. But uh, no, I'm a huge fan of uh, Lucha Libre. I always have been. You know, I, I've been trained somewhat in that style by SoCal Crazy, and, you know, I'd like to get more training in it. And, uh, you know, being in San Diego, that opportunity is definitely around. But, yeah, I'm a big, big fan of Lucha Libre. I love the, the culture of the the whole idea of the mask and, you know, how how they take it seriously and things like that. I've been I've been watching recently... Tijuana from 2001, um, mm-hmm. where we you had Ray Senior and you had Ray Junior working because that was between WCW and WWF uh-huh. when he signed. So Ray was there doing his thing, and it's Tijuana is is it's in just insanity. Um, I suggest everybody go to SlamBamJam.com and in the Lucha section click under Tijuana. Anything, any of the shows from 2001 were just blow away. I mean, between the work, the in-ring work, the the crowd heat, um, the 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 storylines and the programs, uh, you can feel the hate through the TV, and it's just an, insane. And you know, I mean, they're all there. I mean, Damien, Halloween, uh, Nicho, Santo, uh, Parka, Super Parka, uh, Jeff Dino's favorite Luchador, Pandolero number two. Um, they were been, all I've there. I'm training with him too. Oh, hey, there you go. <coughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> he he uh, he he um helps uh, train sometimes at uh, New Wave with SoCal Crazy, and I believe he trained SoCal Crazy. So kind of you can kind of tell where uh, SoCal gets his uh, gets a lot of his skill. Yeah, that Pandolero number two is, you know, he's he's solid. I wouldn't say exceptional, just because uh, there's so many there's just so many guys, you know, south of the border that you know it's it's really hard just because of the sheer number of of workers. But yeah, he's solid, um, and he works for Jeff from time to time. Um, what, what are the chances of you getting a match with Pandolero? Oh man, I don't know if I could keep up. <laughs> But, uh, you know, that would definitely be interesting. There you go. There you go. Uh, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to take a little break. We're going to play a little tune. Um, this one's inspired by the Soul Touches. You! Soldier Boy, tell Hey, I got the new dance for y'all called the Soldier Boy. You just got to punch, then crank back three times from the left to right. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy? That Superman that hoe? Now why me you? Crank that soldier now Why me you? Crank that soldier now Why me you? Crank that soldier now Why me you? Crank that soul, now why me? Soldier boy, I've been in hope. Why me crank it? Why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy? That Superman, that hoe, now why me you? Crank that soul, now why me you? Crank that soul, now why me you? Crank that soul, now why me you
friend, I want me jock, jockin' on them hater mic. When I do that soldier boy, I listen to love, then crack that thing. Now you, I'm jockin' on your bitch ass. And if we get to fightin', then I'm cockin' on your bitch ass. You catch me at your local party, yes, I crank it every day. Haters get mad, cause I got me some baby today. Soldier boy, I been in hoe. Why me crank it, why me roll? Why me crank that soldier boy, that Superman, that hoe? Now why me you? I don't know about you, Johnny, but on that break, I had to get up and dance. <laughs> I'm a little too sick to do the Soldier Boy right now, but... There you go. It's looking like C-Red. Man, <laughs> does that brother look fly in the suits or what? Yeah, I don't, I don't know many people that can pull off a gigantic red suit, but he sure can. There you go. There you go. We need to get those guys out here, man. Guys oh hell yeah! I'd love to see it. Awesome, awesome. So now tell me, um, what are your feelings on on? Uh, we're gonna go back to Chikara. Um, there's an epic war team. Um, Tony Kazina, uh, Ryan Drago, and Austin Aries. Um, are you surprised that they actually are using those guys? Um, it was it was a little surprising, but I mean it was. It's very cool to see a team from Southern California being represented in the trios. I mean, that's that's awesome. Two teams. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I forgot. Team PWG also. Generic going the Bucks. You know what? I see them going really far. Oh, yeah. I would um, doubt it. Not winning, but going really far. Um, that way... Quack can play nice, and he can go to Dragon Gate. Please. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Because <coughs> I, sure I would love would to see. I would love to see Yoshino run circles around Quack. Would that be <laughs> run. Run circles. Literally. I, think, I mean that, that that kid's so fast, man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Looks like Roger Federer in a tennis match, you know. It's like, dude, slow the fuck down. <laughs> but his stuff's clean, you know. It's not like, you know, he's sloppy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, let's change things up here. So we we have Blue Demon as the NWA champion. Um, do you, who who, in your honest opinion, who do you think should get the next run with the belt? In my honest opinion, jeez, mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't know. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing it back on Scrapper and Adam Pierce. I don't know if a lot of people would agree with that, but I mean, you can't, can't deny, you know, how, how you know, how good of a job he did as champ. You're preaching to the choir, brother. So. Um, I, I don't see it happening just because of his ROH commitments. Um, I was I was thinking Oliver John. I think it would be a good payoff to the storyline with um, the Border Patrol against uh, against Blue Demon. Um, I think I think it would be a good payoff. But I don't know. Maybe I mean they have all kinds of guys that are on top. I mean their 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 main event divisions just stacked. They have Albright, Danielson, Pierce, Oliver. Um, I think there's someone else in that mix too. 
But I mean, it's it's a lot of the, you know a lot of guys that they could put the title on and and not you know feel. On the- <laughs> Ooh yeah. You feeling all right, brother? <clears throat> uh, sorry. Yeah. Let me get a drink real quick. Uh, not a problem. Not a problem at all. That's uh. Oh well, we're gonna play. We're gonna play another break here. A uh, little comedy to uh, loosen things up. And you know those those two double double two double cheeseburgers were extra cheese only, nothing else on them. Just one two double. Extra cheese, nothing else on them. We better get him out already by the time we got up here. <laughs> Didn't know what. Didn't know whether to fix it or not. We wouldn't have ordered it if we didn't want it fixed. Goddamn! Who's a fucking idiot? This looks like a fucking comedy show. This looks like a fucking comedy bus to you. You know what? Hey! I'd like you to goddamn come from that fucking window and cut you. There we go. Hey! We ordered the damn shit. Because we're hungry, not because we wanted to fuck around. Don't cuff me, you fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Never even had it. We've been waiting 15 minutes to motherfucking line, you stupid son of a bitch. Anyway, we ordered goddamn $30 worth of fucking food and sit here for 15 minutes and they don't even start fixing till we get up here because they think we're fucking joking. We just sit here 15 minutes. They don't even start the order. Well, that was Jim Cornette going crazy at the Dairy Queen. Um, yeah, I think I think we've all heard that. But hey, I had to listen to it. That's good stuff. Well, brother, <laughs> uh, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, how could uh, people contact you? Well, um, you can always get a hold of me on my MySpace www.myspace.com/hypertight h y p e r t i t e. That's probably the best place to you know get a hold of me. Uh, you know, if you add me as a friend, you can always check out all my matches. I always, uh, you know, I do my best to put them up. Uh, a lot of times you can check check out my stuff at uh, SoCalProWrestling.com, NewWaveProWrestling.com, and uh, let's see what else. That's it. Uh, that's about all I can think of. <laughs> that's it. Awesome. Well, brother, hopefully you feel better. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, you sound like shit, brother. Get to bed, man. Get off the phone. <coughs> All right. Uh, we will be talking to you soon. Get well and have a have a safe weekend. All right, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Awesome. Oh, it's always a pl- always always a pleasure, brother. We'll take care and we'll talk to you very soon. Hey, that was SoCal rookie sensation, Mr. Johnny Yuma. Wow. Uh, forty-five minutes, real quick. Past by real fast and I have on the line Mr. Caesar Black of the Caesar Black Experience on the line to speak about Fog City coming up tomorrow evening or actually tomorrow afternoon two o'clock at the DNA Lounge Caesar Saturday Saturday oh shit Saturday 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 yeah. not Friday I'm oh man I'm all screwed up so uh, good 
cool, cool. So, word has it, word around the campfire is that you are bringing in Mr. Todd Bridges. Um, yeah. How did you get that to happen? Well, you know, it just basically comes down to, uh, you know, just uh, good, good old-fashioned promoting. You know, we uh, City puts out a good product, and um, we got a hold of his people. They did the research, and they got back to us, and it's happening. You know, we just uh, we're really blessed. We have got a guy who's from the Bay Area, San Francisco area. You know, had tremendous success in the '80s as uh, you know the star of Different Strokes, one of the stars of Different Strokes, and you know now he's coming to Fog City, and the the hype couldn't be any hotter. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I hear you. I hear you, brother. So, um, see, you're bringing in uh, Hernandez. Yeah, this card is stacked, man, from the top to the bottom. You know, um, we have uh, Hernandez coming. Savio Vegas coming from Los Pariquas, Attitude Era. Um, we got two guys from the Juggalo World Order, Too Tough Tony and Corporal Robinson, who was actually the JWC heavyweight champion. Um, and then, of course, you know, our cast of regulars were just amazing. And I'm not going to get into all their names, even though they're all texting and saying, you didn't shout me out. I'm shouting you out. FCW superstars are all going to be in the house, you know, so it's going to be a pretty amazing show. So what, what do you have in store for the Juggalo World Order? You know, actually, we're going to have them, uh, they're going to be stepping in the ring in the tag team competition with uh, the group that we're calling the Sideshow, which is uh, Mr. Larry Blackwell and Jekyll the Jester, and uh, just a real strong tag team. They're really good looking in the ring, and um, we have a lot of high hopes for what, what, what um, storylines as far as they go. And as far as the Juggalos go, they're just going to come here, and they're going to realize it's ain't Detroit. That's what's up, you know. It's ain't Detroit, and it's ain't no clown show. So that's, that's what's going on. They're going to come here, and they're going to be like, whoa, you know, NorCal is really what's happening. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to put a good impression on the world, Fog City style. It's tremendous. When I saw JWO, I was like, oh, boy, something's yeah. going to happen. You know, it's funny, <laughs> the JWO cast, man, uh, we were out at the, the last uh, Raw shows here in Oakland, you know, doing our thing, promoting the show, and uh, it was actually funny how many, you know, until you're actually dealing with that world, you don't realize it until you actually see the hatchet, man. I didn't realize how many people, they're fanatical, man. There are a lot of those cats in the city. There are a lot of those cats all over the world, and uh, they're going to turn out in force. We've already gotten a lot of phone calls about JWO. We've gotten uh, tons of, tons of, tons of uh, publicity, you know, just on the fact that we, are, we, that we have, you know, guys from that camp coming out of here and that they want to be associated with FCW. You know, and that's, that's what it's really all about, promoting the Bay Area as far as being a, a spot to come back to, like it is in the Cow Palace, and that's what Fall City is doing. We're not, you know, we're just we're basically just trying to bring it back. So it's happening. How you been, man? What's going on with you? SOS, brother. <laughs> right on. SOS. And, uh, right on, right on. And so, uh, yeah, you, are you going to make it out to the show? I am going to try my damnedest. Right on. I'm going to try and, very uh, hard. Cool, cool, because you know that uh, I think the full card got released today out there. I'm pretty sure that Kevin got released the full card, and uh, just so everybody knows, it's going to be uh, my faction, the Caesar Black Experience, taking on the um, Raven and the Reno Scum. We got uh, Matt Carlos in action, the rookie sensation out of APW. Dana Lee's going to be fighting uh, David Dutra, and if you haven't, you know, those guys are just going to tear it up. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching Late Night Primetime. They're going to be going head-to-head with um, – you know, Savio and uh, Hernandez, and on that match is going to be a six-man tag team. They're going to have Vinny Massaro. So so I think I have three of the best wrestlers in the Bay Area going up against, you know, Savio Vega, um, Hernandez, and they said they had Top Bridges back, so they're going to have Hollywood in their corner. And I think that my boys late night primetime are going to go in there with Marcus Snack, and they're going to get, get it done. It's going to be awesome. You know, so – and if anybody who hasn't been to a Fox City show – 
you're missing a spectacle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's bar none, the best produced wrestling show on the North Coast. Like, lights, camera, action, we go all out. It's just good. You know, people are loving it. And uh, it's, it's been amazing so far. And this, this whole year is going to be huge, man. We had our one-year anniversary. And, uh, KZ, you've been around since day one, and you can see how far we've come, right? Hey. Still, yeah. nothing's like the Fog City show. There isn't. There, you know, not, there isn't very much like a Fox City show. It's a living color. It's definitely one of the – it's definitely fun, man. You know, we go out there, and uh, the kids are coming out in force now. And like I said, we got Top Bridges, which is something, you know, entertainment-wise, you got to come out and check that out. You know, just the fact that you want to see, you know, the guy who – and I'm, I'm not sure how many people out there are old enough. Like me and you are a little bit older than pal, so we were different Strokes fans from day one. You know, mm-hmm. so anybody who's not old, the same age as KZ and myself, which is pretty much Moses old, you know, different Strokes was the – premiere show that we used to watch when we were kids and Gary Coleman and now Willis were the kids that, you know, you wanted to be those kids. Like how lucky were those kids? They were from Harlem and they got picked up and taken up to 125th street and up to the, you know, the, the uh, deluxe apartment in the sky, like the Jefferson said, you know? So I'm definitely looking forward to talking to that guy and just being able to say, Hey man, this is, you know, this is top bridges. And, you know, just one, you know, to say, you know, you asked me how we got a hold of him. Once we did get a hold of him, you know, it took a lot of convincing because the guy, you know, he's been through a lot in his life. And, uh, you know, basically I had to be like, look, man, this is all seriously about pro wrestling. This is about you coming out here. And if, and if anybody didn't watch uh, Kel- uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, Celebrity Championship, uh, he should have won. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think he beat Rodman. He beat Rodman. Rodman was already trained, so pre you know, pre-qualified to actually be in the show, you know, let alone be a finalist, let alone be the guy who won. Todd Bridges, I performed him. Uh, I talked to Todd. I guess there's 20 minutes of the match we don't see that actually he worked him and the crowd was actually behind his corner and they edited it to make it, you know, Robin's match. And uh, basically I think it was an NWO thing, you know, if we can go back to the old black and white, you don't, you don't, cross, you don't turn your back on the wolf pack. And Hogan had Robin's back and, and Robin won. But I called uh, Todd and I said, hey, man, we think you won. Why don't you come put out a good match to get it on the Internet and the world because see you actually do this thing. And uh, here we are. Now, for, for those that won't be able to make the show on Saturday, uh, 2 p.m., uh, Pacific Time, you can go to FogCityWrestling.com, and they will be streaming the show online on Justin TV. Um, you can uh, you can watch the show that way. Uh, you don't have to if you're not in the area. I strongly suggest checking it out. Um, yeah, I think now, crash the server. Crash the server. Oh, I want some, That's I want, it. I want so many people to watch it that they crash the server at the DNA Lounge. That's what we're going for. The police server shut down. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Now, I've seen the first couple episodes of a. Uh... Hey there. <laughs> I I put mine to bed. Why didn't you? Oh, she's watching Yo Gabba Gabba, man. She's a she's a night owl. She's actually still be right the. Uh, she actually is the actual uh, booker. She's the pencil. My daughter writes all the uh, storylines, and I just take credit for it. She's the real brains of the outfit. Yeah. <laughs> now, like I was saying, I've seen the first couple episodes of of the Fog City TV. Um, yeah, really good stuff, well edited and, and really well done. Um, is there any word where we're going to get a regular scheduled show? Uh, you know, um, the word on the regular show is um, one project at a time. We have um, we have some obligations. Uh, our production staff does. It's going to keep us from getting to that until a little bit after April. So we're looking at having a springtime um, set time and date. When we're talking to the right people and everything's going forward. Um, we just have some traffic jam going on between us and 
uh, and a couple other productions that our that our production crew they're um, tied to. You know what I'm saying? So like uh, our production guy's doing noise pop this week. You know, um, unfortunately he's really good at Fox City and he's picked up like a hundred jobs out of it. And you know we we kind of got to let him go with that. And it's it's um, it is what it is. He's a, an amazing um, production guy. We have a couple of really good guys and they're getting a lot of good work out of working with wrestling. So you know at the end of the day our job is to you know make each other stronger. That's what we do at Fox City. We have a bunch of leaders. And, uh, yeah, Brad's going to be uh, um, coming back, and we're going to get it going until springtime. There will be there will be Fox City TV. But I will say there we are actually in the works of one project that's coming out sooner than that, but the actual regular one will be in the springtime. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the – I'll tell you again, man. I loved both shows. They were so well edited and um, – yeah, you know, it's just really fun stuff, and the DNA Lounge, brother, is awesome for TV. It came off. Yeah. I loved it. I yeah, loved that it. venue, that venue with the people hanging over the top and the people like right around the ring are so close to you. They're like, I mean, there's really nothing to it. And I'll, I'm gonna say it right now: if you are not at the DNA Lounge by about one o'clock, you are gonna be real close to the bar because people are already. I've gotten almost 15 to 20 emails saying, hey, we're coming early. We already got our ticket. I mean, the, the the ticket buying has already happened. So if you haven't gotten on to DNAlounge.com and gotten your ticket yet, I would suggest doing it. Uh, this thing is blowing up pretty big. We were on, um, you know, we had a, we've been we've been interviewing with the Chronicle. We've been talking to a lot of people, and it's just there's more and more buildup coming. So if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, get your ticket. You know, let's, uh, you know, off the top for the local guys, you know, like I said, we already have, you know, MPT, Rick Luxury, Vinny Massaro, Chicano Flames, Dennis DeMarco, uh, Drake Frost, um, Junior Morales, uh, Dana Lee, Dylan Drake, of course, you know, and, uh, just, you know, the list is strong. You know, the guys who wrestle for us, you know, I love them all. You know, they're just amazing athletes, and this last year has been, you know, just one of the best. Like, our one-year anniversary show last month was amazing because the fact that we had so many developed storylines, and I'm so glad that this show on Saturday is pretty much like what I call the reset button, you know, or like, uh, I guess for, you know, if it would be WWE, this would be the, the show after the paper, you trying to set things up again. So if you haven't been to Fox City, it's a good place to come and jump on board. Um, Tony Jones is back in the family. He's coming back. Um, Virgil Flynn from Sacramento is coming out. Um, yeah, we got um, we got um, Vir- Virgil. I'll tell you, Virgil, that motherfucker. I mean, I don't even think he can pronounce the word gravity, let alone know what yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah, every yeah, single I mean, I've seen him, he's above the rim, for sure. So now that the, you know the season bike experience is fully strong, like you know we got Slim, we got K Dub. Uh, we got Tony Jones, and now we got Virgil. So pretty much the Arsenal and the Fusil Black experience is basically full because you have the heavyweight King Davidov, the, the, the super heavyweight, and it's pretty much that's what's going on. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we got, you know, we have a full, I mean, the Reno Scum are coming back, you know, and their whole thing with Raven is just it's a twisted story, I don't, and it's just beginning, you know. So if you haven't had a chance to come see Fox City, you know, get out here, check it out. It's going to be amazing. Uh, and if you are somewhere out there, I know that uh, – you got fans all the way out there in SoCal and the whatnot, and they can check it out on the feed. And the link is on the page at FoxCityWrestling.com. And we also have a Facebook and a Twitter page because we're a social networking marks. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We do the we do the Twitter crack. We do the, I, we do the we do the Twitter crack. We do the Facebook crack. There's nothing you can really do about it, you know. So I blame it all on Chikara. If, if those guys wouldn't if those guys wouldn't turn me on to it, I wouldn't be on it. So I blame there the Mexicans for my Twitter. I blame the East Coast for my Facebook problem. <laughs> blame Quack. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's wrong with that? 
Twitter crack is amazing. I never thought that my inner monologue would be so well received until I was on Twitter. And uh and now it's now, you know, we have about sixty followers and they're good peeps. I call them Twitterites. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I'm a Twitter because I Twitter. I don't follow very many people. So I've I've got Twitterites. You know, so I say I say our follow to following ratio is definitely um, a little heavier on the follower side, so and I actually, when I'm on there, I actually blame it all on the mask. It's not really me. It's the mask. So it's awesome. <laughs> Tremendous. So af- after this this uh, this show on Saturday, uh, when's the next Fox City show? Uh, Fox City is running. We are running February 28th, which is this Saturday, March 28th. Then we are running two shows up in Humboldt County, uh, 24th and 25th of April, and then home again on May 2nd. And that's going to be a Cinco de Mayo Lucha Libre extravaganza. It's going to be pretty much off the hook. So, and we're bringing up guys from uh, we're bringing guys in from Lucha Vavum. I got some friend, um, friends that are friends of New York Knockout that are going to come up. You know, we've got our own stable of Ulysses Chupacabra, Chicano Flame here, and uh, yeah, we're going to blow it out, man. We're going to bring some heavy. We're going to bring some heavy Lucha Libre action. You know, we've actually already signed a. Um, we have a Spanish announcer now with Fog City, and we actually run Spanish commercials and we run um. Spanish YouTube stuff, so and we have a Spanish MySpace page started too. So we're actually leaning into our Lucha Libre side a little bit heavier than normal, and uh, it's something I really wanted to do when we started the company. So May second is going to be a Lucha Libre. It's going to be Fog City still, and the regular boys will be there, but there's going to be some heavy Lucha action going on because I'm into it. Nothing wrong with Lucha, brother. Oh, not at all, man. Especially you know, especially because it's just the you know the the the, the style, man. You know, and like the, the pageantry. And I just honestly, I grew up in Long Beach, and uh, I used to go down to I used to sleep at Tijuana when I was fourteen, fifteen, and I saw Halloween and Six 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 and Damien and those guys. Um, Tijuana's most wanted. So I've been a Lucha Libre fan for a long, long time. You're all right in my book, pal. Right on. <clears throat> yep, I've been watching the that that crazy Tijuana shit from two thousand one. I've been watching it all weekend. All week. Nice. Nice. What do you got? Uh, let's see. Uh, they're from... Let me grab the discs. Uh, you can get these at my sponsor, slambamjam.com. Uh, okay. Tijuana BC, let's see, 4601. Uh, Tijuana 10907. 10601. Really? So, just, so you can go to the place... Give me the website one more time. And they just have, like, straight up, like, shows, like, the DVDs, I can just grab them and watch them at a TJ? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty fresh. I like that. I like that. Because, uh, yeah, it's one of the things I do miss down there. It's like I was actually just in Long Beach a couple of days, uh, weeks ago visiting with my mother, and uh, and uh, there, was a, there was a poster for a really big show down there. It was going to be at the LL Sports Center. And I was just like, wow, this, this is a lot different than when I was a kid. When I was a kid, there wasn't very much shit going on down there at all. You know, so I definitely um. I'm enjoying the Lucha Libre revival. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, wow, man, I'm getting, I'm getting tired, man. It's been a hundred shows. <laughs> is, this the, is this the 100th show? This is 100. Am I, am, I the, am, am, I, am I the, am I the final guest on the 100th show, or a guest after me? Am I the grand finale for 100? No. Because I want to make it, I want to make it where it's hard to follow me. So I just got to, I got to go out the blaze, man. You know what I'm saying? So. Let me give you a list well, of people we got coming up for Fog City. That way, whoever follows me will have a hard, hard time. There you uh, go. Already signed for already signed for March. I think the main event. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure how we can get much bigger than it. But we got Dylan Drake versus Adam Pierce. Ooh. 
Yeah, I didn't. I don't know if I don't know if anybody knew that though. I, I had to. I had to. I think I'm gonna give you a scoop. I'll give you. That'll be my exclusive oh. right there. I don't want anybody able to follow me. Dylan Drake versus Adam Pearce. And uh, yeah, so that's what that's oh. what kind of stuff we have going on. What, here. what was that date? Was that March 28th? That's March 28th. Okay, let me write that down on my calendar. I like that. You know, everybody get your pencils out. Everybody get your pencils out. Write this down. Because you know I'm queer for Pierce. Hey, you know, I, the guy cuts one hell of a promo in the ring. He's just one of the most impressive grapplers ever. Uh, I just, um, I think about a year ago, I saw him on an ROH pay-per-view that I paid for, and uh, and I was just like, wow, this cat, you know, he's really amazing. And via uh, Slim, uh, I was put in contact with him, so now he's coming out and checking out what we're about. Which, uh, let that be a lesson to all those cats out there, you know, listening up, because I had a funny incident happen at the WWE show. I saw five guys in ROH shirts while we were flying, and they were going to take my flyer. So I pulled the flyer back, and I walked away, and I said, fine, don't come see Adam Pierce, you know, just to kind of get their goat. And they were like, no way, he's coming? I'm like, oh, now we're cool enough for you to go too? So everybody, you're not cool. You're not too cool to come to Fox City, okay? We bring out, we bring <laughs> Juggalos, and we bring uh, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the ex-World Heavyweight Champion, Adam Pierce. We keep it all cross-sections, you know what I'm saying? And we keep the Lucha heavy. So that's what's going on. Something for everybody. Well, you, you know that's that's awesome to hear that you got Pierce booked, man. Um, I think it's good for you know the, the kids in the locker room just to sit around and listen to Adam, um, just because you know I the shows that he works in Southern California in the locker room it's it's like you know sitting around a campfire and you know this guy's just telling story after story, and he you know he helps and he gives back to when you know whenever he can he gives back. And you know that's that's good stuff to have that man in your locker room. Um, plus, yeah, you know, our the locker guy room. Oh, we've been lucky, man. Our locker room is really. Uh, I, I like to I like to say our locker room is a lot like the ECW locker room, man. We've had so many people in there that just like all real good storytellers, all real people, you know, stuff to talk about. And you know, we've had Raven in our locker room. And if you're just if you've been around Raven, you know that for a fact that the guy his brain is like a steel trap when it comes to his business. You know, and help him with finishes and that kind of thing. And uh, and Slim, you know, him and Pierce are running buddies. They they came up, you know, he trained on Slim. So Slim's got that same style, man. It's just very much, very much learning, very much uh, giving back. And that's how that's what it takes to be in a locker room. You have to be a giver back. I mean, like everybody, no, there's nobody above. You know, Fox City's a team, and nobody's above the team. Not even myself. You know, I you know I don't pretend to know everything about wrestling. I actually don't know. You know, squat the more I learn. You know, and it's like my grandma said, the day you stop learning, it's pretty much the day you die. So I'm always looking to learn, you know. And uh, I've been stoked. We've had just the most amazing people in the locker room to, to do that from, you know, from Keyshawn down the line. Pierce is going to be another one of those, you know, key ingredients to getting people to where they want to be, you know. Because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, this is a, this is a launch point. Fall City is not, not a haven. It's a launch point. It's a harbor. And, you know, having guys like that in the locker room, they'll give them, you know, chances to get booked in other places and stretch out their resume so they can be the guy telling stories and helping the rookies. Well, yeah. you, can, you can tell that you could to Chris Logan out there in Florida. Or excuse me, excuse me. Oh yeah, that man. God, man, I keep watching. I keep downloading Florida Championship matches, and that guy is just looking more and more incredible as we go along, isn't he now? So, I don't know if you get a chance to watch Brian very Cage. much Florida Championship, but it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Man. And Brian Cage and uh, Trent Barta, and I saw some other stuff, and um, some of the guys that are on ECW now on the TV show, which is personally my favorite DCs on WWE product. That one hour of TV is better than all the other Vicky Guerrero out crap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I dig seeing this kid, uh, 
was the, the the guy from the Hart family who's now wrestling on that, on that show, and you know, there's a the guy who does the dance. Uh, yeah, that guy, and uh, this is the guy who does the disco dancing, which I think is hilarious. I personally think that the return of uh, the return of Alex, Alex Wright. Yeah, dude, I like to call him Alex Wright Jr. That guy is amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a big buff guy, and he takes himself super not serious at all, and it's pretty cool. You know, but and and he's good in the ring. You know, it'd be different if he sucked, but he's actually, you know, they got some really good talent over there. You know, at ECW right now. So I dig Jack Swagger. You know what I mean? I think he's probably one of the the best things to come around in a while. So. You know, I, I still enjoy WWE product, and I still, you know, a lot of indie kids are like, oh, I don't watch WWE. I'm like, really? Because I love it. You know, I grew up loving it. I'm not going to not love it just because I'm a promoter now, you know. So I dig it. And I, I dig the fact that we got, like, guys like, you know, Brian Cage, uh, Chris Logan over there doing it, and he can actually attest to NorCal being, you know, legit and having some good stuff coming out of it. And, and there's going to be more to come. I think Adam Thornstow is not long for NorCal. I think he's going to be taken away from us. He's, he's awesome. You know, I think there's just some guys who we're not going to have around here very much longer. So, Use them to the best of your ability while they're here because they're definitely going to get snatched up. They're great, you know. So, so that's now, what's going what, on. I did. When are when are we going to see JD Bishop in a Fox City ring? I don't even know who that is. You don't know Big Ugly up in Sacramento? Oh, JD. Okay, I thought he was, okay. Yeah, I do. You know, he was an Iron Guy, right? You know, I, I, I he's that's something we need to work out. You know, I really, I, you know, honestly, it's one of those things where it's like, I, you know. For what we're doing in Fox City, it's hard for me to say this guy's coming, this guy's coming, because we're telling stories and we're doing like arcs, and we, you know, and I'm trying to have a stable roster because the fact that I think that that's the only way really to get things established and, and, and to get your legend up there, you know, and to have like that ROH type, you know, one guy can have a belt for a year because you don't just bring in guy, 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 you know what I mean? And when I wrote this out, I wrote out a very specific script, and you know, and and, and hopefully you can find a spot for him. You know, but like I said, it was like I just talked to Vinny Massaro about this. It's like I wrote this thing with Vinny in mind, but he was doing CCW at the time, and I wrote around him. And I've had to totally rewrite to get him back in the story because he's somebody I wanted to have. You know, so J.D., the guy's a massive he's – a, he's a great worker, and it'd be fun to have him come in for a match or two. You know, but I just had – got to find a story for him. And that's really with everybody out there. It's not that I don't want to book you, and it's not that, I, that I'm whatever. Awesome. You know, Awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a lack of want. It's just a lack of space, you know what I'm saying? There's only, there's only so many roster spots, and, and i got, and I got to go with what I know right now. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. All right, brother, let's throw out a hard plug for uh, Saturday's show. All right, it's like this. Fog City, wrestling, nuclear winner. It's this Saturday, February 28, 2009, featuring Todd Bridges of Different Strokes fame. you got to come and check it out. It's got Caesar Black versus Real Street Like Experience. Versus Dorino Scum. You got Late Night Primetime versus Savio Vacan Hernandez. I'm going to run with the, uh, I call it the LAX2 with Todd Bridges in their corner with Vinny Massaro in the corner of Late Night Primetime and Marcus Mack is the manager. You've got Dana Lee versus David Dutra. You're going to have, uh, you're going to have El Chupacabra versus Adam Thornstone. Is Adora's going to be there? Uh, you know, it's going to be amazing. You know who's going to be there. You, you go to the MySpace page, check out the website. You know, and like I said, fellas, if you're listening, don't blow my text up. Don't call me. I know you're on there. I love you all, but this is, I just don't have enough time to shout out everybody who's on the card, you know. So everybody out there in the Fog City land, you understand what happens when you open up the living comic book. You get you get action, you get excitement, you get thrills, and that's what's up. Jeez. You, you sounded like you just sold me a new car, brother. Did I? Did, yes, did I do that pretty good? I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting pretty good at this plug and stuff, right? I was kind of, when good. I first came in the show, I was, I was a stuttering bastard. Now I'm kind of like, <laughs> now I'm stable. <laughs> All right. Caesar, thanks for coming on, brother. It's always a pleasure. And Thanks for having me, man. The, awesome, awesome. The listeners of the listeners of Rubber Guard Radio have just been experienced. 
Yes, they have. Yes, they have. You've been experienced. Come out this Saturday and uh, come watch us experience the Reno Scum. It's going to be awesome. Awesome, awesome. Well, Thank I got to bump you off, boss. I, I got uh, Carl Anderson on hold. Um, he's the main event. He's uh, New tell, Japan Pro Wrestling Zone. So. T- tell, Carl the, tell Carl he's supposed to be here, too, but he went to Japan. So tell him big ups, but he's, he, we still want him here. <laughs> he All right, you. tell him we want him here. All right. Tell him we're bringing his boy Joey pretty soon. Joey Ryan's going to be here soon. I can't talk much more about that, but he's coming. Awesome, awesome. Well, All right. Thanks again for your time. Uh, hopefully you have on Saturday. All right, have a good night. All right, brother. Oh, man. We've been experienced. That was Caesar Black of FogCityWrestling.com uh, coming up this Saturday, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, if you're not in Northern California, you can catch a stream of the show. Is this the machine gun? <laughs> that brother was on fire. Oh, my God. I'm blown up, dude. <laughs> I'm wow. not even done. Wow. Caesar was on fire. This is machine gun, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm blown up, man. <laughs> Me too. Wow. <laughs> well, he can go. I, I, I will let him plug me any day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I need there to bring him go. on, don't I? Wow. Brother right, can before go. We, before we start off with, uh, with the interview, I'm going to play a quick promo for the audience to uh, kind of get a feeling of uh, how you left the States. So this Please will be do. just a minute. For four days. For four days after we lost the NWA World Tag Team Championships to Los Luchas, for four days you stayed up. Didn't you, huh? Didn't sleep a wink. You understand why? Do you? I do. I'll tell you why. It's because when you go from an extreme high to an extreme low... Bam! In a flash. It messes with you mentally. It messes with you physically. It messes with you spiritually. It messes with you emotionally. And it makes you wonder what happened. It makes you wonder why. How? How can we go from being the greatest team in the entire world to BAM! People saying you don't have it anymore. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you? <laughs> do you? <laughs> see? You're with me. We're on the same page. But see, can I sit here? Can I stand here and blame myself? Can I blame Joey Ryan? Can I blame Vanderpile? No, I blame you. <laughs> I blame you. Because you're the one. You're the one that needs to find yourself. See, how could the real American heroes, a well-oiled machine, go from the extreme high to the extreme low, bam, in a flash? Machine gun, I have to blame you. But see, last night you got some sleep, didn't you? Yeah. Felt good, right? And what did you dream? Tell us. Go ahead. Tell us all. When you sat there and dreamed, yeah, what did you see? I saw rice, I saw sushi, I saw ninjas, bam! I saw people jumping out of trees, chipping and cutting at bonsai trees, because that's what I saw. And I was told in a vision that I must go learn from the masters in the Far East. Yeah. Machine Gun is going to learn from the masters in the Far East. I'm not leaving, Joey. 
I'm not leaving Vanderpile. I'm not leaving Adam. I'm not leaving the real American heroes. Because when I'm done learning from the masters in the Far East, I'll come back. And Joey and I will reclaim the glory that is the NWA World Tag Team Championships. But for now, for now, you have to go find yourself. For now, you need to grow mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Yeah. You must go learn from the masters <laughs> in the Far East. Yeah. Now, for those that, that didn't see that promo on the NWA Showcase TV, <laughs> at the end of it, um, Carl was holding up a New Japan jacket. And yeah. I was just, dude, that was just blow away amazing shit. I was like, really? that's, I, just blew me away, brother. One take, bro. One take? Uh, one take, absolutely. No, that was, you know, that was uh, an idea from Adam uh, to cut that promo, I remember. And uh, and Adam, obviously people know that as, as much as people put him over. Adam's a smart dude, you know. And he has a, a lot of a lot of good ideas. And uh, I remember I remember I remember him telling me to just to just cut, cut that promo and just and just uh, and just be yourself and just go with it and see what you get out of it. And then that's what came out, man. That's what came out. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, right before now, I left. Maybe two days before I left. I remember. You've sure come a long way from from breaking in with Roger Ruffin. Yes, long, long, long time ago, man. That's good you know his name too. Um yeah. that was probably uh yeah, and I think it was August of two thousand. I remember watching that um True Life I Wanna Be a Pro Wrestler on M T V if if you ever saw that case. You, did oh, you yeah. see that one? Les Thatcher and, and all the H W O boys, of course. I watched it I watched it over and I, I remember I had my mom tape it for me and I watched it over and over and over and over and over. At that time I'm embarrassed to say because it makes me feel like I'm old, but you know the internet wasn't really, the internet wasn't as you know as as, as big as it is now. And uh, I didn't I didn't know I didn't know how to search for wrestling schools. I mean I'm from Asheville, North Carolina, you know, so there, there was no obviously no wrestling schools around here. And when that when that came on TV, I went I went insane and I watched it over and over again. And I finally you know found out about the first wrestling school I've ever heard of in my life, in uh, in Cincinnati, Ohio. I dropped everything. I was in college. I went to Marsville College for two years, and uh, in my second year of school, I watched that. And I asked my mom. I said, "Do you think it's okay if I quit if I quit school and move to Cincinnati?" And she said, "Chad, just well, Chad, just do whatever you want to do. You know, go do what you got to do and go." And so I went, and here I am. There you go. You know. Tell me, tell me, Les Thatcher. Okay, Les he Thatcher. goes off on his tangents and and all this, but you know yes. he's got a good heart. And you know absolutely. he's got a wealth of of knowledge. Yes, absolutely. Um, tell me, what what was it like sitting under that that learning tree with Les? Les, Les is an absolutely uh, an incredible teacher. He uh, a very 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 smart man. When I went there, I was only under Les. I was only on, under Les of teaching for about three months because I had. Like I said, I had quit school and I moved to Cincinnati, and I started training with Les. But at that time, his Les's mother was very, very, very sick, and I think she actually passed away in that time that I was there. So Les wasn't around much. But the times that I was actually there, 
were great. You know, Les was always good to me. I don't, you know, at this time, I don't, you know, right now, I don't think Les is a big fan of me because I didn't end up going back to Les. But Les was always very, very smart, I remember. But he, he wasn't around very much. So I was I was learning from guys like Shark Boy and uh, Surfer Cody Hawk, guys in Cincinnati wrestlers at that point. So, but the, the, the times that I was around Les were very, very beneficial. Smart man. Definitely a great teacher. I will always put him over for that, for sure. Now I'm I'm going through your results and whatnot here, and and I'm seeing a a lot of the same names. Uh, we have Ryan Stone. Um, yeah. Now, what's the deal with Ryan Stone? Where where is he from? Ryan Stone's from Cincinnati. So after I was in I was with HWA for three months, and I ended up getting a concussion from. A, de- a WWE developmental wrestler named Derek Nyker. Have you heard that name? Oh yes. And uh, we, we, me and Derek actually signed up the very first day, and so uh, together we signed up together. And then I ended up taking some time off, and then a mutual friend of mine named Kirk Shepard had signed up with NWF, so I ended up going over there, and that's where I ended up meeting Ryan. And this kid can go. He can absolutely go. He just hasn't gotten his. He he's, hasn't gotten his due yet, you know. He's in Cincinnati, and it, it's hard to get out of Cincinnati because you're in that tri-state area in Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio, and you don't get a whole lot of press there, you know. And but he can he can flat out one of I've said this in, in interviews before of all the people that bring the best out of me. I've had some of my absolute best matches with Ryan Stone. He can go. Have you seen any clips of him at all? No. Mm-mm. No, he can go. Absolutely. He is very, very good. Very good. Okay. Northern well, Wrestling I'm going, Federation. I'm I'm going through all this stuff. You have NWF, NWF, all this NWF. Uh, yeah. Sprinkled in a little NWA here and there. Yeah. And then the machine gun is born. Um, yeah. You ended up in, in the Inoki Dojo. Yep. Um, how did you end up uh, moving to the West Coast and, and getting into the dojo? Well, see, I was... Uh, in the same same spot that Ryan is in now, you know, just kind of learning and working in with the NWF in Cincinnati, which is a, a great promotion for somebody to learn how to work and learn how to to storytell and learn how to just just be a wrestler. It's a great place to get to get the fans that really give it to you. It's, it's not the smart mark people; it's the real fans that believe it and want to believe it, and they're into it. So it's a good place to learn. So I was there for four years, and then I. Uh, I got the opportunity to go to a show in an NWA convention, the yearly convention they used to do, and it was in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, I went to Nashville, and that's where I ended up meeting Dave Marquez. And Dave said he invited me out to the dojo. And I was on the same show that Fogel Devitt was on. That's where we first met each other. And, um, and Dave invited us both out. And that was in maybe maybe October of 2005, and um, I just said, sounds like a good idea, and I ended up moving to uh, uh, to Santa Monica uh, the 1st of January in 2006, and that's how I got there. Well, you, you mentioned Fergal. Um, yeah. I've, I love his work. Yeah. But... Why in the hell does he always get bit with the injury bug? You know what? I, 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 
I mess with him all the time about that. Me and uh, in A Train, uh, Giant Bernard, we always uh, if if we're out if we're out after the show and we're talking shit and we're drinking or whatever we're doing. And if he ever if he ever shoots on us at all or anything, we always shoot back with a when are you gonna get hurt next? You know, because the thing is, it's not that he's not tough because he's he's one of the toughest kids I've ever met. It's just I think he's just taught, and and I've always been very very fortunate in knock on wood that nothing has actually you know at that to, to, I feel bad for him because he can go, and it just seems like it seems like at the times when he starts to get pushed good, bam, something happens. Yeah, I think that at the, in the in the junior tournament recently, I think he just came back from a hernia surgery. He has a singles match with Tiger Mask at Corkin Hall, and then pops his ankle the first spot. <laughs> you know? I blame so, Tiger Mask, but <laughs> you know. why? Why not? You know, he, he 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 emails me immediately, and then so I call him, and he's depressed. He goes, "Son of a bitch," you know. And I feel, you know, what can you do? But he's tough. Obviously, he's tough. But you know, and he's not faking anything. He just seems to. It just seems to catch them, you know. Some people, it just seems to happen that way, you know. Well, let's let's lighten the mood on Fergal. Um, yeah. This, the, these questions are for Alan Forel in Ireland. Uh, he wants to know, um, do you have any funny Fergal Devitt stories, and did you have fun when you came to Ireland with Fergal? Oh, of course. I had a great time with Fergal. I got absolutely smashed in Ireland. Um, funny, De- funny Fergal Devitt stories. I mean, I I live with the guy. I mean, He's one of my best friends in the world. So I, I met him in I met him in January. So I met him at the at the NWA convention, and then we ended up going to and we ended up living in Santa Monica together for a while. I think I think it was actually two and a half months just me and him living in that little dojo. Um, so we got very close, you know. And then he actually ultimately helped ended up helping me out with getting over to New Japan. But uh, that's so many funny stories. I, I can't even think of just one right now. Um, the the last time we were Last time I saw him, we were actually at an Ireland bar in Tokyo, and we were drinking, and we were drinking Irish cider because he doesn't like beer. He only likes cider. And there's an escalator that goes up to the bar, that goes upwards towards the bar. And I told him we were so we were a little bit intoxicated, and I told him to run down the escalator that was going up and do the Mario thing like he's in a Nintendo game or something and do bing, bing, bing the whole way down the escalator, and he did that all the way down, and people look at him like we were idiots, but... It was funny if you had to be there, obviously, but it was, I can't even explain it. I have tons of funny stories about Virgil. I can't think of any right now, you know, <laughs> but that's good. And uh, one one more question for Alan. I need yeah. to get these in or he's going to just kill me. Um, oh, yeah. Whose idea was it to put the machine gun sound effects into your entrance? I went out, um, I went out maybe the second or third match. I pulled the gun off my back, the quote-unquote gun off my back, cocked it and I heard the cock over the sound system and then I just heard it I, I shot the gun and I, I heard the gun throughout that sound system and then I just it went from there and then I guess I, I it completely without telling me anything the music man put it on it's like that out of the blue and out of the blue and now and it's it's great you know what can I say I thanked him you know because these people seem to react to it so well, b- before we get into the um, get into the New Japan stuff, um, yeah. we're, we're going to talk about the NWA. Um, Absolutely. Which, I mean, dude, have you gotten to watch the TVs? I watched I watched one TV, um, the one where the uh, the Young Bucks started it off in a in a, a match against maybe maybe Billy Blade and somebody else. Am I right? Yeah, Rock of Love. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the young bucks can go. I mean, so I'd, and 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 I watched uh, the recent one where Adam Adam started the interview out throwing popcorn in Marquez's face. Is that right? Yes, sir. Which which I loved, <laughs> which was great. <laughs> but with that, I've, I've seen, but I've with, I, with, I, the chant the the bits that I've seen, I, I've watched and I liked it. What do you think? Something completely different, and I've been on the NWA bandwagon for over a year now. So okay, I mean, I'm a big supporter. You know, yeah. of, of uh, Mr. Marquez and, and Adam and Big Vision. Can't forget you guys. Big Vision, Big Vision. Sorry. Going to put you guys over. But, yeah, it's something different, and it's it's a throwback to the old studio wrestling, and, and I'm enjoying it. Good, yeah. I, I love it, yeah. That's, how, that's, 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 that's Marquez's vision, you know. Exactly. Marquez is a smart guy. Of the NWA. <laughs> good, good impression. Uh, yeah, Dave. Dave's a, Dave's a smart guy. He has, he has a good vision. He has, he has he has good people around him. You know. So now I'm I'm going through all these results for for the NWA Pro shows and and you know you're in there with a bunch of different guys. Um, yeah. Kozlov, the real Kozlov, yeah. Alex, not that not that goof on SmackDown. Um, yeah, Alex, Alex Kozlov, exactly. <laughs> Rocky Romero, Puma, yeah. Um, yeah, Scorpio Sky. You've been in there with pretty much the who's who. Of uh, so, uh, of the Southern California indie circuit, or yeah. just the indie circuit in general, um, do you mm. have any memorable matches from your time with the NWA? I think if anybody's been a fan of the NWA, a lot of my matches with uh, teaming up with Joey versus the uh, the Los Luchas, and just just the the feel of the crowds. A lot of times, I think we wrestled them in Las Vegas, and there's a time we wrestled in Houston. A time where we worked them in, in in Orlando, um, just wrestling those luchas all over the all over the country. Actually, was uh, it was always so hot because we were always working in front of Mexican-based crowds, and so they always hated me and Joey. And uh, it was you know those matches were awesome, man. And 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 anytime you get a chance to wrestle Alice Kozlov, had I knew Alice was going to be a star back when me and him were, were wrestling each other in front of in front of, honestly, maybe 15 people over the British Commonwealth Championship at the Santa Monica Dojo, you know. So, wow. Memories, man. Now, why why isn't Alex working for New Japan? You know, Alex got hooked up with, because the, the dojo started to fall apart, obviously. I mean, you know, he had me, me, Rocky, Alex, um, Fergal, a couple of... Uh, of Australians who who actually ended up going for New Japan for one show maybe, but we were all there at that one time. And, and if you say none of us went at that time because the dojo started to do a little bit of a of a, a self destruction, I think. But um, Alex ended up getting a chance to go down. I think for CMLL, mm-hmm. he got, I think he got a, I think he took himself down there and trained at the Ultimo Dragon Gym for a while, and uh, ended up hooking up with CMLL. And he makes he makes great money now. He makes having a great career. So I think. I think now he's actually too busy to even make that trip. At this point in time, I think he'd love to work for New Japan, but I think he has a very busy schedule right now. I don't know. He can go, though. He should work for New Japan. You know, but I think just timing and, you know, how you know how wrestling is. Just, well, yeah. Who yeah, knows? It is timing. So Timing and, and, and who the and... Exactly. And who you know. <laughs> who you know. Well, speaking, speaking of luck... Um, as far as from a storyline standpoint, 
you lucked into your your shot with New Japan. Um, yeah. Whose shoes? Whose shoes did you fill on that show? So is that the is that the storyline they're talking about? <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I lucked into it, but <laughs> look, um, you, you know I well, I moved to Santa Monica and I and and I trained there for ten months, you know, at, at that dojo with people telling me I was going to Japan every other month. And so, you know, with my hopes up and hopes down, hopes up, hopes down, and that kind of, and that kind of crap. But uh, then the dojo ended up shutting down, and I, and I, but I decided to stay in Southern California because I, I figured there was some stuff going on with PWG and NWA and whatnot. And um, I, just, I met the right people at the dojo, you know, guys like um, Shinsuke Nakamura um, and Minoru came through for a while, and, and, and Prince Devitt. And they all, uh, you know, they all ended up helping me out to get in there, and it's, uh, it's a blessing now, you know. So. so, I have to ask, what are you doing here in this country? In America? Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm, I'm with Torres off, so we came home for. Uh, so I, my contract is. I just signed my contract in January, and I'm home mm-hmm. until. And, I, and my contract is until February first, two thousand and ten, uh, and. I have a certain amount of flights home um, etched into my contract, and we're off for, I think New Japan is off for 16 days, so I'm home. I came home to see my mom. I'm, I'm, I'm standing here in Nashville, North Carolina, and I'm just, uh, I'm just taking it. I'm just, I'm just happy to be home, eating American food and drinking American beer and just enjoying being home. <laughs> Seeing American women. And just being American. <laughs> being around American yeah, women, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I'm not knocking Japanese women. I'm just saying, you know, you can no, only yeah, ice cream forever, you know. <laughs> no, they're beautiful. <clears throat> it's, just, it's, just, it's just good to be home, you know. I'm, I'm there all the time now. So it's, uh, you know, if I'm eating, I'm eating their food, I'm traveling a lot in, in Japan, but it's, uh, it's, it's beautiful to get home. And I, I, go, I go home, and I go back to Japan on March 4th, so, but it's good to be here. So tell me, how, how was the reaction to uh, Mystico? At the dome, you know, every um, from the boys' standpoint, we're all. I was excited to see him. I had never seen them before. I've heard a lot about him. I've heard a lot from him about because Rocky and Alex are both both very good friends of mine, and they've been around him a lot of times. So I've heard a lot about him. So I was excited to meet him. And uh, but from the people standpoint, I don't know. I wasn't really sure how they reacted to him from uh, his entrance because. I was I was so taken aback by his big stream they 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 had made for him it was so sweet and there's forty thousand people there so I was just I was happy about that I was I was ecstatic myself just to be just to be in that on that card but once he started doing all of his flying around stuff and people were really really reacting to him so what can you say I mean he was you know he can do some cool shit the Mystico no doubt he's famous he's rich good for him. And he knows it. <laughs> <laughs> True that. <laughs> True that. He definitely, he definitely knows he's Mystico. So well, there's nothing wrong with, you know, knowing your shit. You know? Oh yeah. So it was cool, you know. Well, hopefully he'll cool. be be the one to take out Tiger Mask. Please. We'll see. Yeah. I, Who knows? I can't stomach Tiger Mask. <laughs> I, you can't stand him, huh? Oh. See, I. <laughs> When I first saw him in Michinoku Pro, I was like, dude, you know, what's this guy doing here? And I don't know. Well, 
he's a well, he's a he's a cool guy. Well, I'll leave. I'll let you know. I'll give that one to you. Okay. He's been great to me at my time over there, so I can't say anything about him. You know. But, now, when the, the the TNA guys were over there for the dome, um, did yeah. you did you make any contacts? In other words, did you drop to your knees and kiss Kurt Angle's ass? Say, hey, dude, yeah. I want to work Thursdays. Absolutely not. Um, do, I talked to Kurt a lot. I mean, Kurt was really, really. They're all really cool. They're all great to me. But the, the thing is, now that I'm, you know, I'm fortunate, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm extremely happy that. You know, I have this is this is my second year now under under a guaranteed contract. I mean, I get I get you know until next year. So for the first time in my career, I can actually be happy and be satisfied with the money that I'm making, and and not and not need to beg, as you just said, for a job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, to go to TNA would be you know it have to be the everything everything would have to be right. You know, the timing has to be right. The money has to be right. Everything has to be together because I'm I'm happy with New Japan and you know and and they've they've expressed their happiness with me. So I mean, you know, things are, I'm just I'm just riding it out right now. You know. So no, I, I didn't get on my knees and beg, but I mean, I had, it was a good time to to meet all those guys. You know, but I, I knew I've known James Thorne and Robert Rude from before. They were they were there the last time, but it was it was really cool to meet Kevin Nash and Kurt Angle. I've never met them before, but no begging, no begging. I'm happy. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy, man. Now, two two years ago, two years ago, I might have, I might have got on my knees and begged for something. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, but right now, you know, I'm fortunate, very very fortunate. Okay, I'm, I'm so. looking back on your your indie results here, um, yeah. and a name that keeps popping up is T.J. Perkins. Yeah. Um, T.J.'s just left Southern California. He's moving to to Florida. I yeah. Think. I don't know why. Probably to try to get in with Florida Championship down there. Um, what, what What are your opinions on on TJ? First off, as a guy, and then as yeah. a worker. TJ has always. I think TJ when I when I first met TJ, he kind of rubbed me the wrong way um, at the dojo. And if you don't know TJ, he might do that to you. Just because TJ is good, and and he knows it, and so he might he might walk around you or or give his opinions when you might not want it, especially when you don't know him. Um, it, it might rub you the wrong way. And, I, and I'm the kind of guy that will, that if I, if I don't like you right away, I'll just, I just won't talk to you. But he, uh, and, and that's the way he rubbed me at first. But, you know, and, but after living in, in L.A. for two years, I did. Uh, TJ, TJ ended up becoming one of my, one of, a very good friend of mine. I love TJ. So, I understand where people. Sometimes I hear people might not like him here and there, but I and I understand why. But um, wrestling wise, TJ TJ can go with anybody in the world, and I think everybody knows that. So it's uh, I I won't be surprised if he got down there and and he did get a contract. I mean, you know, and I, I don't and I don't know why he's not in Mexico or in Japan now. I mean, because he can go. I mean, TJ's one of the best in the world. So who knows? I, I have to agree. Uh, not yeah. just as a worker, uh, also as a trainer. He's a world-class trainer. Absolutely. I, I, if I if I had a school and I had any kind of name, I would I'd put him right there to it. I would put him right to work, flat out, because he can he can train. He can, he's good. TJ's good. You know, I had, I was lucky enough to to wrestle him as many times as I had, as I have, and I'm, I was lucky to be around him, watching him train and training under him. You know, so 
You're right. He, he can go. TJ is very, very, very good. Very good. Okay. Now, you you've spent some time uh, working for Pro Wrestling Gorilla. You worked for them this past weekend. Yeah. Um, tell me, how does it? How is it to to work alongside the Big Six? You know, the PWG guys have always been have always been good to me. All of them. You know, from every single one of them. And this past weekend was great. You know, when you work when you work for PWG, it's like it's almost it's a it's a step above from other independent shows. Obviously, when you go from I mean, you go from a couple hundred people at a certain show to a, and especially this past weekend. I mean, this past weekend was it was insane. I mean, it was me and this, the six man match with Paul London's Paul London's first debut back in on in, on the indie scene was there were six hundred p five hundred six hundred people in this packed little hall. The place the people were we, we think the main, the main event didn't go on until midnight, and nobody left. It was insane, and the PWG people have always been good to me, and. uh just like I said, it's just, a, it's just a, a step above the rest. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a good show to be on. And, you know, if you get your name out there and, you know, good crowd, what can you say? It's good. They, they're good. Very, very good. They've always, always been good to me. <clears throat> well, yeah, they, they always seem to bring in the who's who, you know, on the West Coast, the East Coast, you know, yeah. wherever. I mean, Japan, you know, it, if they're able to book them, they they book them. They do, um, yeah. Yeah, what kind of thing? Yeah. Two words. Jesse Hernandez. <laughs> the greatest. Jesse's great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been lucky enough to to work in to 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 train and work in Cincinnati under under Les Thatcher, under Roger Ruffin, under the boys there, and then to come to, to Southern California and train and the dojo under Kendo Kashin and, and learn the Japanese ways so that when I got to New Japan, I was able to, I was able to do some of the stuff that I learned so I didn't let him look like an idiot. And then, uh, and then Jesse, such a smart guy. He knows everything. He, you know, he knows everybody, you know. He, there's nothing you can see. And, and look at him. He, he draws 300 people at an EWF show and with his, with the guys he trains. I mean, it's just you know, with with I mean, I don't, and no no disrespect to anybody, but no names are on the show, and he's selling that place out. <laughs> he's a smart guy, man. You know. Whenever whenever I'm calling, I call Jesse. I, you know, I call him. You know, during the day just to shoot the shit or whatever. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm like, hey boss, what's up? What are you doing? Up, oh, I'm putting up flyers. Yeah, exactly. He's a flying machine. <laughs> I love Jesse, man. He's he's great. He's he's been really good to me. Really good to me. He runs a great school. He runs good promotion. Good good guy to learn from. Yeah. What can you say, man? There's a lot of good guys. I've I've been lucky, man. I've met a lot of a lot of good people. Been under a lot of good people. I trained under a lot of good people. Yeah. Now you 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 uh, brought up the Young Bucks earlier. Um, yeah. They are a breakout team. They're just nothing like I've seen since probably the Hardys in 97, 98, that yeah. type of uh, white meat type uh, baby face tag team. Um, yeah. Do you think they're going to graduate from Dragon Gate into a larger, larger promotion eventually? Man, I hope so. 
you know. In in Japan or in the world, I think, especially for Dragon Gate style, they're just obviously that is that that's perfect for them. Mm-hmm. Um, will they graduate out of that? Absolutely. I mean, they've the first time I ever met them, I remember watching them and uh, thinking they were thinking they were great. I mean, they do, they do cool shit, you know. Let's be honest. And then and then actually working them as many times as I did. They can they can just go and then working this past weekend with them, flat out they can I mean they can get it done you know they can both work they can both go they're good looking they're in good shape you know I you know I hope that I mean I hope that their size doesn't hold them back from making it to the big to the bigger places here in America but you know I think they definitely have a good future ahead of them if they keep their heads straight you know because they can do a lot well, of cool shit. I think that they're they're on the right track. Um, they have the right friends. Um, yeah. You know, I think they're connected. Yeah, they are. I mean? they're, they're getting there. Yeah. You know, they're they're firmly you know in uh, in good graces with Mr. Marquez. Um, yes. So, yeah. you know, the NWA is a legitimate number three. You know, yeah. and as far as a TV show, I would. Put it up as number two, just because I can't watch the pinball pinball game that's on uh, Thursday nights on Spike TV. I just, I can't do it. It's hard to watch. Uh, that it gives out. me a headache. No, <laughs> you know, that's that's not what I, what I grew up watching. Um, speaking of growing up watching, um, yeah. when you were younger, what influenced you? First thing that comes to mind would would have to be would be Ric Flair. I mean, I grew up in Asheville, North Carolina, so. 6:05, 6:05 p.m., 5:05 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays, we had Dad had on TBS, had on uh, Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, Nikita Koloff. I mean, my parents, I'm, I'm, and I'm and I'm glad that my parents took me to the Asheville Civic Center, and I I remember I remember watching Ric Flair and Terry Funk in a in a cage. I remember watching Ric Flair and Nikita Koloff for the World Heavyweight Title, and then Nikita Koloff would beat Ric Flair take the belt back to the locker room, and then on TV the next weekend, Ric Flair would have the belt. And I asked Dad, what the hell happened? Why does Ric Flair have the belt? You know? So it's staying. It's, the NWA is where it was at. And I would only see the I would only see the WWF if I would go to to visit my family in Michigan and my uncle would have the WrestleMania tapes. But that's the only way I'd see the WWF at a, at a young age. So NWA is where it was at for me. Yeah, me too. You know? I, I always Absolutely. preferred the, the NWA stuff. Just Yeah. And I still prefer the Rock and Roll Express. I mean I I had a poster of the Rock and Roll Express in my in my room, you know. So and the the WWF seemed to just be too big for me. Just the guys were too big, it was too colorful, you know. It was NWA is all it's the only thing I really cared about. Well, I'm I'm looking through some some of your, your results in San Diego. Um you worked uh looks like three shots for a very dear friend of mine, Jeff Dino, for SoCal Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Um, in May of '07, you worked uh, Ricky Mandel. Um, yeah. What, what do you think of Ricky? You know, I liked uh, I liked SoCal Pro right away. I mean, I, I you know, you, you go to you go to certain independent shows sometimes, and you're not sure what you're going to get, you know, from from promoter promoter wise or show wise. Well, crowd-wise, you don't know if, if there's going to be 15 matches on the card. There's going to be, there's going to be a, a fucking four-hour show, you know. But but just a smart guy, I think there's only there's like, there's usually only when I was there, maybe six matches, 
two-hour cards. And if anybody knows me, I love that. I fucking hate when there's three, three or four-hour shows. It drives me insane. But uh, working rookie that first match, I remember telling the Ballards, who I think is uh, friends with Ricky, how great he was. I mean, I think he's, he, was, he was smart. He looks good. He has great hair, which I'm a big fan of because I don't have any. And uh, he was young, and he listened, and he could go. He was good. He was a nice, and he was nice. You know, and I, I, yeah, very good, very good. I like to see matches of him now because I mean, I like to see how he's, how he's, how he's grown. Because I think that was one of his, one of his first twenty or so matches, I think. But yeah, yeah good, he, very um, good. He uh, debuted him and uh, Hector Canales. Uh, last month they debuted up here in San Francisco on a, a heavy lucha based show, and they yeah. they worked Rock of Love, um, Caden Anthony and uh, Billy Blade, and okay. they were in the opener, and they they just they blew up. I mean I was like, oh Good. dude, okay, you guys are gonna keep coming back up here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hector did the you know his little Latin shimmy, you know, and all the little Latin girls were screaming, you know, and then uh, Good. he Good. was the was the uh, the hot baby face. Yeah, so, uh, he will be. Yeah, good. Ricky's yeah, he was awesome. Good. He was, you know, and if he keeps his if he keeps his head on straight, which I which I'm sure he will, because he had a great attitude when I met him. He can go a long way, you know. Yeah, he was very, very, very cool. Very cool guy. I remember. Well, he's still he's still you know about as humble a guy as I know. That's all. That's very important. Very important. Definitely. Good. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Right, very good kid. I remember him. I'm I'm really shitty with dates, but it was mid oh eight. He had a match with Adam for the NWA title. And this was during mm. Ricky's Owen Owen whatever streak. And Adam was so good he made me believe that Ricky was gonna win the world heavyweight title. That's not and, yeah, that's not surprising. Adam, you know, that's and especially with Ricky being as as, as good of a, of a as a listener as he is, you know, Adam can Adam can go with anybody and have good matches with anybody. So I'm just not surprising at all. Not surprising at all. Now, I would like for you to compare Adam Pierce to which, in in your opinion, which classic '70s NWA champion? Who who would you say Adam reminds you most of? Well, I immediately go. If I sat down and thought about it, it'd be. I like to think, yeah, you never know what could come out. But right now, immediately, I think about Ric Flair, because because Adam can can work and he can go with anybody and have good matches with anybody. But then, and then, I remember when I first met Adam, I thought he was a good wrestler, but I didn't think he had anything else. And then I then I but then I saw him cut a couple a promo. Oh, that promo was great. Then he cut another promo. I said, that promo was great, too. And then if you know, he cuts, he cuts great promos every time he goes out there. So then he, not only is he wrestling great, he's cutting great promos. So you got to think, I mean, and he wears the robe out there. And then only if, he had the, only if he had the sweet blonde hair, he'd be the next Ric Flair. But he doesn't have the sweet blonde hair. He's got machine gun to, hair. I, <laughs> I have to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. He, 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 needs, he needs that... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that. Harley. One of those. One of those. Yeah. 
he can work with anybody. Yeah. You yeah. Know, and was Rick Flair in the seventies? Mm. Very, very. I, yeah, I I would have to say Harley, just yeah. because of that toughness and you know, sure it's a work and all, but no one's gonna fuck with him. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Same. Rick Flair's the same type thing because it, they both can work with anybody. Different sure. different styles, obviously, but yeah, I, I feel you on that. Absolutely. He can go. Adam's good. He's smart. He can work. You know, he can talk. He's Adam, why he's isn't a he, daddy. Why isn't Adam in New Japan? Maybe timing. Maybe what he has going on. You know, what, mm-hmm. what, he, what he wants. You know. I think Adam's been offered a couple of deals with with uh, with stuff in the United States and in New Japan. I think just recently, you know, maybe when he was maybe three or four years ago, they might not have been offering any any guys getting any contracts. You know, that's where who knows? Just timing, man, timing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Do you have uh, do you have any idea of uh, the direction that you're going to be going towards in April, as far as New Japan, your programming? You know, I know that um, I've had meetings with them recently, and they've been putting me and uh, me and Bernard together as a tag team. And I've heard uh, a lot of a couple of different scenarios that we we're going to do as a tag team. Um, so from and I and I know I know I have a couple of big singles matches coming up. I think I have, I think I'm working Tanahashi in the singles match in Okinawa on March 29th. Um, but for the most part, I've I've heard really good things about me and me and Bernard as a tag team. So maybe we'll see. Well, hopefully, you guys get those belts off 3D. You never know. You never know. I'm <laughs> you <know> sorry. It's <laughs> just bad. But, yeah. With Devon's double dribble headbutt at the dome. <laughs> yeah. That was bad. That's <laughs> all that. Yeah. Actually, I I would like to see uh, you and um, you and train with uh, Yano and Makabe. I think. Makabe. Yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. You know, right now, yeah. right now we're all in the same. We're all in the same heel group, so it probably won't be happening anytime soon. But it'd be a good right, match. GBH. Yeah, we are. Right. We're all Great GBH. Bash heel. I won't bash say. Heel. Yeah, there we go. I won't disrespect you and the size of your head. <laughs> it seems <laughs> to be you. the running gag online. Great yeah. big head. Who's that? But uh, <laughs> no that? comment. No comment. Yeah. Okay, Fabio, on that. But uh, we're going to wrap up. Mr. Anderson, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, while you're in Japan or in the States, uh, how could people contact you? Website, uh, machinegunanderson.com. Please. Nice uh, myspace.com. Uh, I mean, just search Machine Gun. It's on there somewhere. There you You'll go. find me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, but, I'm going to let you go so you can go good. back to, uh, to uh, enjoying your, your time at home. Yes, it's beautiful. Thank you, brothers. Good time. Thank you for having me. Oh, not a problem. It was uh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for coming on, yeah. and uh, 
Hopefully we can get you on again next year. Anytime, bro. Well, Anytime. not really. Anytime I'm in the States. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, take care, brother, and uh, good right, luck. Man. Good luck on the next uh, the next tour of New Japan. Uh, hopefully, you I guys, appreciate uh, it. You guys uh, draw some uh, big crowds. You guys got some good stuff coming up. So uh, keep your eyes out for Mr. Anderson and the rest of GBH. Uh, remember, the Gaijin will always control New Japan, no matter what Inoki says. Thank you, brother. But, I appreciate uh, it. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate the yeah, time. My man. All right. Thank you. Okay, that was international superstar, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. Uh, we're going to wrap up real quick. That was our 100th episode. Uh, thanks to Caesar Black from Fog City calling in, as well as the rock and roll soul, Johnny Yuma, for calling in, and also Carl Anderson. Um, wow, we've got 100 in, brothers. Check out the sponsors, WrestleWarehouse.com. Uh, slambamjam.com angrymarks.com you can uh, get all your news and whatnot from there and uh, fogcitywrestling.com it's got a show this Saturday 2pm Pacific if you can't make it in San Francisco check out the stream and lightsoutradio.com that should do it guys oh uh, just a reminder we will be on next Wednesday at 7 o'clock Pacific Wednesdays from now on. So that'll do it from here, guys. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. I'm sick and goddamn tired of this bullshit! <laughs> I don't give a fuck.